Praise the Lord. Welcome to another episode of Bible Time. This series is The Wise and the Foolish, a walk through Proverbs. My name is Damon Smith, and I'm excited to share the word with you today. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, we're going to be in Proverbs 3 uh, today. We, we've done with Proverbs 1 and 2. Now we're jumping into 3, and I really like Proverbs 3. It's a lot of power uh, in this uh, in this chapter, as well as uh, there's one of the, the key verses uh, in the Bible uh, in this particular passage as well. So uh, we're really going to uh, have some fun dissecting and, and looking into that as well. All right. And so without further ado, let's go for a word of prayer by your heads and then we can get started with the readings. Father, in Jesus name, Lord, we thank you for another opportunity to dive into your word. Lord, thank you for blessing us, Lord, with uh, insight Lord, and a hunger to see, to see, Lord, what you want uh, for us, Lord, uh, in this time that we're living in. Lord, you could have birthed us in any time, but Lord, you allowed us to be alive in this time for the, a particular reason. And so, Lord, help us to glean from the word what we need to so that we can uh, be better equipped to deal with the issues of life uh, that we face today. And Lord, it's in your name that we pray. It's in the sweet name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and Master, uh, that we pray who died so that we might have life. Uh, it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Thank you, Father. Amen. Okay. And so we're going into chapter 3 and looking at the King James. Of course, we, we always read King James first. And then we do uh, Message Bible and Amplified, and so th those are the three that we're that we're we're sticking with, and that's what we're going to continue uh, on in terms of the podcast. And so uh, I give you five seconds to grab your Bible: one, two, three, four, and five. All right, you ready? Let's go to Proverbs chapter three, verse one. The King James Version reads it as such. And uh, what we're going to do, uh, we have, there are 35 uh, verses in this chapter. And so what we're going to do, we're going to read verses uh, 1 through 12 today. And uh, those are, that's what we're going to focus on. And so here we go. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 1 reads as follows. My son. Forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Bind them about thy neck. Write them upon the table of, thy heart, of thine heart. So shalt thou find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord. With all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. Be not wise in thine own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It shall be heath to thy navel and marrow to thy bones. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of all thine increase. So shall thy barns be filled with plenty. And thy presses shall burst out with new wine. 
My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father, the son in whom he delighteth. And so that is uh, our spotlight for this particular section of scripture. And now we're going to read the Message Bible. And of course, you know, I, you know how fondly I, uh, I talk about the Message Bible, but I, I love reading it. Uh, it's a great translation because it just it really helps you understand it um, in in our our uh, our our passage of time. <laughs> OK, and so back to Proverbs, chapter three, verse one. Good friend, don't forget all I've taught you. Take to heart my commands. They'll help you live a long, long time. A long life lived full and well. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials in your heart. Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people. Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen to God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. That's right. He will keep you on track. It's like the Lord has has your your best interests at heart. Um, I, I really do like that. That that's powerful. Um, he he's got you. He he's got everything under control. And somebody needed to hear that. Somebody needs to hear that. Uh, somebody needs to know that with all their being, that the Lord is the one who keeps you on track. He knows what you're going through. He's with you. He's got you in his hands. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Run from evil. <laughs> your body will glow with health and your very bones will vibrate with life. Honor God with everything you own. Give him the first and the best. Your barns will burst. Your wine vats will brim over. But don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. Mm. I love how it changes. Uh, don't, dear friend, resent God's discipline. Don't sulk under his loving correction. It's the child he loves that God corrects. A father's delight is behind all of this. And so now we got that in, and we're going to look at the Amplified version now of this. Okay, so going back to chapter 3, verse 1 of Proverbs, it reads as follows. My son, forget not my law or teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. Ooh, you, you keep your commandments with the heart. Man, that's good. For length of days and years of a life worth living and tranquility inward and outward and continuing through old age till death. These shall they add to you. Let not mercy and kindness shutting out all hatred and selfishness and truth, shutting out all deliberate hypocrisy or falsehood forsake you bind them about your neck, write them upon the tablet of your heart. So shall you find favor good understanding and high esteem in the sight or judgment of God and man. Lean on, trust in, 
and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Mm, man, they really, yeah, Amplifier really dug that scripture out. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5. Um, in all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him. And he will direct and make straight and plain your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Reverently fear and worship the Lord and turn entirely away from evil. Mm, don't just turn. You got to turn all the way. You got to turn entirely. Uh, and that that's where many of us uh, falter. As we 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 turn, but we don't turn entirely, and uh, or or it's like that we leave, we we close the door, but we leave it open a crack, uh, and so there there we have to go all or nothing. We have to go all the way. Uh, <laughs> I'm going all the way with the Lord. Y'all know the song. It shall be health to your nerves and sinews and marrow and moistening to your bones. Honor the Lord with their capital and sufficiency from righteous labors. Mm, not just from any labor, but make sure it's righteous labor. Make sure it's righteous labor. You, you, you can't honor the Lord with unrighteous labor and with the first fruits of all your income. So shall your storage places be filled with plenty. And your vat shall be overflowing with new wine. See, this is in Proverbs. So we, we always use Malachi to talk about tithes. <laughs> we we talk we we use Malachi, but we we gotta use we gotta use Proverbs three nine and ten this the same way because because tithe is a part of worship. God is saying you you honor the Lord. With uh, with your your tithe, with your first fruits, and with your with with your income, um, that that's basically what that is. The first fruit is, is that's the first uh and best. That's the choice part of your income, and so it, it's important that we get that because we all could do better uh, from a tithing standpoint. I know I can, and, and and we all can, but we we have to uh shift our mindset uh from what we how how we feel about the tithe um and understand that uh God has a bigger plan when you know when he instituted this t the tithe so uh, man that's that's deep okay so back to 11 <laughs> my son do not despise or shrink from the chastening of the lord his correction by punishment or by subjection to suffering or trial Neither be weary or impatient or about or loathe or abhor his reproof for whom the Lord loves. He corrects even as a father corrects the son in whom he delights. So those are the three uh, versions that we read. And uh, when we come back, we're going to dive in to Proverbs chapter three. Be right back. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life 
and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. All right. Welcome back to Bible time. Uh, I'm enjoying walking through Proverbs with you. And so let's get into Proverbs chapter three. So the first verse we start out uh, with Solomon talking to his son. He's like, please don't forget the law. Don't forget it. But it, but this is how you keep it. You, you, you let thine heart keep my commandment. So it's it, it's it's with your heart that you keep it. It's got to be something that 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 stays with you inside. It, it can't be something. Um, I guess the reason why people don't don't keep the commandments is because um, or or keep rules in general is because it's not something that's tied to them. That that's 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 really ingrained and embedded in them. Those that are uh, followers of of the law and true uh, law abiding citizens, uh, both of God's law. And of uh, the natural law of things, uh, whether it's uh, laws of their city, state or, you know, uh, national government or laws at work or anything of that nature. Any laws that you keep, um, you keep them the the more they're embedded and ingrained in you, then the more the more faithful you are and more willing to keep them because you understand the purpose uh, behind the laws. Uh, you understand the purpose behind those the commandments, and one of the things about what what Jesus was trying to under, get us to understand about about um, how we we ought to keep His word is that He attached love to obedience um, because when we are keeping it with the heart, when we always say. Uh, when we love somebody, oh, you know, I love you with all my heart. Um, it's like that's that's where uh, the the seat of our, our our passion is, and and our devotion is is our heart. And so, we when you talk about keeping uh, the commandments of God, uh, the Lord wants us to keep them with our heart, uh, with our whole heart. Um, and I mean, yes, our mind too, but it, there has to be passion in keeping the law and and there has to be passion with with being obedient uh to god and so that that's what that that's what god i think is really trying to get us to understand and, and then christ was trying to to teach it as a parallel to this uh, with what it means to truly uh love him and love the lord there's a scripture that jesus uh breaks that Jesus uh, talks to the disciples about when, as 
uh, he's getting ready to to leave, um, you know, his last supper time. And and he's really teaching them a lot of different things. But he also uh, goes like if you read John 14 and 15, it says like this. If you really love me, this amplified version, you will keep obey my commands or keep or obey my commands if you really love me. And so we, we always say, I love the Lord, you know, with my heart and with my, you know, I love you, Lord. I love you. I truly do say, well, okay, if you really do, then keep my commands, obey my commands. And uh, we all fall short, uh, you know, but that doesn't mean that we don't press toward the mark. Uh, We, it is something that we must continue uh, to strive on to do. But when you talk about love, keeping his commandments should be out of love. And that's, that's why when we talk about the scripture of uh, let thine heart uh, keep thy commandments, you, you keep the commandments out of a love for God. And so it's not out of obligation because if you're just keeping it out of obligation or fear, well, eventually it, you're going to, you're going to, uh, to taper off and, and, and break the the law and break the commandments because there's no love there's no love to anchor uh your obedience um love anchors obedience uh, love is is what keeps you from from um from straying away uh from law but uh you know without love then there's nothing to hold you there's no anchor uh, to keep you from straying away and so that that's that's like obedience and love <laughs> uh, go hand in hand. It, it's a heart thing. It's passion. Uh, Christ had a passion uh, to do the Lord's will. It wasn't just about, uh, you know, him. Okay, well, just give me your marching orders. I'm doing it because you're my dad and you tell me you do it. No, I'm doing it, Lord. I'm doing it, Father, because I love you. And Christ showed by example that, and he wants us to have that same embodiment, Uh don't don't just do it just because well that's that's what uh what the 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 bible says that's the, those are the rules no do it because you love him um do it because it it's you want to please him and you want to love him that that's why he wants you to keep uh those commandments but man you can you can dig so much out of that um that that verse right there and but look at what he adds there says for uh, the length for length of days and long life and peace shall they add to thee and so that that's powerful too and then when you go to the amplified it's talking about for length of days and years of a life worth living and tranquility inward and outward and continuing through old age till death these shall they add to you and so, wow, it's like the, just digging all of that, all of that out. Um, you want to, God doesn't want you to just have life again that, you know, he wants you to have life more abundantly. Um, it's not just about living, but you want to live a life that was, that is worth living. Um, and, but you have to, you have to see God's worth in you to be able to, to see the the true value in the life that he's given you. Um, 
And he doesn't want you to, he wants you to have a vibrant life, but he also wants you to have a life of, of tranquility. Um, but that comes with keeping his commands, keeping his commands with your heart, like prevent uh, uh, you from getting caught up in a whole lot of drama, a whole lot of mess. Um, they, they keep you from danger and from evil. And yet yeah, it may mean that you might miss out on some things uh, like uh, uh, I know many, there, there are many uh Children that are the uh, sons and daughters of, of uh, pastors or uh, ministers or, you know, just or or they, you know, you just live in that uh, a, a truly holy uh, separated uh, lifestyle. You grew up in that um, where, you you know, church was all that you that you went to. That was all that you, you know, you had. You couldn't go this. You couldn't go this place. You couldn't go that place. Um, but it also even though yeah you didn't get to to have what you consider fun it protected you from a lot of things that could have happened if you were in the wrong place uh, at the wrong time and so i i think about all the all the the places where i felt like man i missed out on that man i missed out on this but then later on it's like you know what i'm glad that i was protected from that because i didn't need to be in that environment it could have affected me this way or that way um and then there are times where i was in the environment but the lord kept me uh from from really uh being tied into it to where it would bring me down so it's just following the lord's commandments protect you uh in so many ways they they they, they keep you covered and they remind you that you are set apart uh, for his use but it's like the Lord wants to add like worthy, like awesome years to your life. And I like what the message Bible talks about. It's like those those commands, when you take them to heart, they help you live a long, long time, a long life lived full and well. You don't just want to live again. You don't want to live just life any kind of way. You want to live a full and rich and fulfilling life. And you can do that as you keep the Lord's commandments. It may not seem uh, like like it's paying off, but you'd be surprised about uh, what happens and how your life uh, just continues to get better and better as you stick as you keep His commandments to your heart and you do it from a true passion and a desire to live for Him, to serve Him, and to please Him. And um. Then when we're going into into verse three, it's saying, let not mercy and truth forsake thee, bind them about thy neck, write them upon the table of thine heart. So these are some things that you can do. God says this, this is how you make sure that you don't forget because we, we are flawed human beings and the Lord knows that that while we have a desire to do good, while we have a, a, a will to do good, we get distracted. That's why we're uh, we we are sheep. It's like Christ is the good shepherd, and we are we are his sheep. Um, but what what happens as as sheep we go astray and we we forget um, to to follow his commandments. We forget what his commandments say. You can read you can read a scripture uh, fifteen times, but if you haven't 
if you haven't really written it and and made it to where you can really revisit it, eventually you're going to forget. Eventually you're going to forget what he's trying to tell you. And so the Lord is trying to give you tools to help you with this. He's saying, bind them upon your neck. He's saying, he's, he's saying, write them upon a tablet of your heart. Like do these things to help you remember his word. Um, seal them in yourself. It's like it, what helps you keep them in your heart is to to truly ingest them and truly keep them before you. So when you do those things, that that's how you keep it before you. And don't forsake it. Don't forget about it. Like I I love uh what the, how the Message Bible says it. Don't lose your grip on love and loyalty. Tie them around your neck. Carve their initials in your heart. Truly make his word a part of you. Uh, that, that's what my uh, my Bishop Merritt would say. He said, you know, you have to become one with the word, and it, it has to it has to be in you. It's not just something that you read. Um, but that and that that's something to talk about too. Is how do you read the word? Do you do you read it like a book? Or do you read it like it's truly God's word, like it's alive, like it can really have an effect on your life, um, like it can really that like it really is a lamp <laughs> onto your feet, you know, like it really does guide you like Christ, like because Christ is the word. And so you're you're reading you're you are getting are, are allowing Christ to come in as you read that word. But do you really believe it? Because if you're looking at it as just a piece of literature, then there's you're not getting any power uh, from the word. You're just it is just a book. But when you see it as a very word of God that is alive, that is living um, and you understand that Christ is the word, uh, then that's where you can actually tap into the power of Scripture. And that's where it becomes it. It, it truly has um, that it can truly tie to you, it can truly become one with you, and it is a life-changing experience. Uh, but that it has to be a heart thing. You have to write it into your heart, and you you want to bind it about you. You have to carry it with you, and so wear wear it. Uh, like I said, tie them around your neck. Like wear it with you uh, throughout your day. Uh, so that you know that it's it's on you. The word is put the word on you and put the word in you. Amen. That's good. And so now we go to chapter to verse four, uh, which talks about. Uh, so which Amplified Version says, so shall you find favor, good understanding and high esteem in the sight or judgment of God and man. And so is what what now we're talking about how the the effects not only of what it will have on your life but now we get to see what the effect of of keeping the commands in your heart keeping the word in you how that causes you to um to look to your fellow man and the reputation uh that it it does for you when you're out and about and you're interacting with people when truly when people like when you're truly in the word and you're truly, you know, have a strong relationship with the Lord, people can tell. They they can they can sense it on you. They they know there's something different. Even if they're not saved, they know 
they they know innately that you are not like uh the others and there's a and there's a certain way there are certain things that they won't say around you um there are certain things that they won't do around you uh they won't feel comfortable uh doing that around you and while it may and i i know you know there i i never liked it when people would correct themselves oh oh i'm sorry i'm sorry cuz yeah I, I for me i like it when people are themselves <laughs> I don't want you to have to to hide everything about yourself when I come around. Uh, I, w- I want you to be you um, because that's the that's what I enjoy about people. I I enjoy uh, talking to people who are just they're they're truly themselves. They're not they're they're not showing me their representative because that's where you can really have a truly honest conversation. Uh, that's where you can truly get to know who a person is, but you have to allow people um, the the freedom to be themselves. Um, and yes, they may not agree with you. And yes, they may, they may not say things the way you would say them or do things how you would do them or, or see things the same way, but you get to know them on a level that, um, that is will truly be beneficial to where when you do plant a seed, it can really get into good ground um, because you actually took the time to develop a real relationship. Um, and so many of us, we show people are our, our representative rather than us. And even as a believer, we it's like we're so caught up in in trying to to project this, you know, this holier than thou attitude sometimes that we really don't make strong, the strong connections that we really could, that could actually help save them uh, because we're so busy trying to project this, um, this viewpoint when it would be better for us to, uh, to truly be, be like Christ and, and, and not have any any hidden agendas, but to but truly show his love and his understanding and, and in an unconditional way and love people where they are and help build them up so that a seed truly can be planted. Uh, Jesus, Jesus gave the example, um, but, you know, we, we have to remember to follow it. But but again, going back to uh, what we're reading Following the the commands of the Lord, it not only does you know pays off dividends in your life, but it also has an effect on others, and others see you in a good light. Uh, like what the Message Bible says, it says, "Earn a reputation for living well in God's eyes and the eyes of the people." You you get you get esteemed. Um, you know, people will esteem you at high value because of how you esteem the Lord. Uh, like like uh, Paul said, uh, follow me as I follow Christ. And it's like, and yes, we're not looking for glory. We're not looking for people to 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 uh, to look at us and, and make us, you know, seem like we're, you know, big or, or you know, awesome and all this and that uh, because it's about Christ. But. There is something there. There is value that can be uh, attributed to the fact that when you're truly uh, serving the Lord, when you're truly living for him, that it does cause people to to vow to give you value and to to treat you um, with even more respect and give you esteem and things of that nature. And so our best thing is it's not what we're looking for it. But we we when it does happen that we turn and we give and we cast that crown 
you know, before God, we give it to God and we thank God for, for everything, uh, because he's the one that, uh, causes us to, to, to look good because apart from him, uh, you know, we're like, like the word says, uh, you know, our righteousness is as filthy rags. It's, it's not our righteousness it's his righteousness is, it's, it's not me making me look good. It's him that makes me look good. So <laughs> that's that. And so we'll, we'll be right back. Uh, with more word. Hey everybody, Damon here. I've written many books and one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site pick it up read it to your little ones teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way welcome back to the podcast and so now we're getting ready to go into one of my favorite verses in all of the Bible uh, and actually one of the more uh, famous passages in the word uh, as well, which is Proverbs chapter three, verses five. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. And so I, I like what the again, I like what uh the Amplified and Message Bible say because they they really dig it out. Um, the the Message Bible really just makes it plain, but the Amplified just pulls it all the way out. Um, you got to lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind, and do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Uh, that's the Amplified version. So there's a lot to get to um, with that particular passage. I mean, you can. There's I'm pretty sure there's several books has been written just on that that book alone. And uh, there's definitely going to be many more. I, I would love to write a book on that as well, just because it there's so much life and power in that particular passage that can help uh, direct our own lives uh, in the in the best way, in the way that God would have us to do it. And so God's telling us what to trust in. And what not to trust in. So trust in the Lord. Don't trust yourself. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin always said, DTA, don't trust anybody. <laughs> but um, I, I would say, uh, you know, DTU. What? Yeah. Yeah. DT, DTY, I should say. Uh, don't trust yourself. Um, you know, don't don't trust your own understanding. Uh, don't don't put too much freight on your your reasoning of things uh, because you're flawed you you don't your lens isn't perfect and uh, you don't have the vantage point that God has uh, the reason why we trust in the Lord is because he sees uh, things that we don't see <laughs> he knows things uh, that we don't know and he, he's the one that that sets the course he's the one that that knows all the outcomes. He do, he's the one that knows our end. He he knew our end before we even started. So and, and when you think about that, it just is mind blowing to consider. But 
all the more reason why the Lord's like, look, you gotta trust me. Like I know, I, I know everything about everything. I know, I know uh, what what stands in your way. I know what obstacles uh, that you're dealing with. I can see everything, but I also see, I can see the 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 trial that you're in. But I can also see the exit. I can also see you not in the trial, but you just have to go through it. But we we have to trust in Him. We have to lean on Him um, and be confident in Him. Uh, one of my favorite songs is uh, Lee Williams and the Spiritual QCs. Uh, I, I learned to lean <laughs> because he he's he's teaching that lesson. It's it's Proverbs three five. I learned to lean and depend on Jesus. You know, I I learned to. You have to learn. To lean on him. This isn't something that you get overnight. Um, this isn't something that just that that you just innately do. No, we we have to learn uh, to lean on him, and you have to do it. And oftentimes, he teaches us to lean on him when the situations are really crazy and at the and at their worst, and we don't have the advantage. And we have to rely on him. We have to truly trust in him that he's got our our best interests at heart, that that he's got everything under control. But it's it's hard because sin has caused us um, not to be trusting. When we when we look at at the fall of man, the the reason why why Adam and Eve sinned in the garden is because um, Satan got Adam and Eve to distrust God. That that's that's basically what he did, um, because when he he planted that seed, and Adam and Eve fell for it, this hook, line, and sinker. And anytime he can get you to distrust something. Now all of a sudden, or dis- distrust the Lord, it it creates chaos, and so this is what. And then we go to to um, Genesis chapter three verses four. This is this is where Satan shifted it um, and, and caused mankind to distrust God, which is what got us in this this situation in the first place uh for and why sin could get in because in three four it says and the serpent this is king james <laughs> and the serpent said unto the woman ye shall not surely die for god doth know that in the day ye ye eat thereof then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods knowing good and evil and so because yes, Eve was deceived, and she and she took of the fruit, and then you know Adam he ate too. That was he planted that seed. He opened up the door uh, for them to sin through distrust, through causing Adam and Eve to to not trust God, to think that God was was withholding something from him. And when you talk about trust issues, um. Sin, trust issues is a part of sin, um, because when you when you don't trust someone, you you think that they're that they're hiding something from you. You don't think that they have your best uh, intentions at heart. And when this happened, uh, they were Eve was deceived and then Adam went along with her. And now we're in a chaotic state uh, because of distrust. 
But the Lord is trying to get us to understand. This is why he was speaking through Solomon here. He's saying, trust me. (laughs) Trust me. I have your best interest at heart. I have the best vantage point uh, for everything that you're going through. I can see everything. I see all. I know all. I'm everywhere. I'm omniscient. I'm omnipotent. And I'm omnipresent. And so there is nothing that I don't know. I know your thoughts before they come. I already know the solution to your problems before they even uh, come into your direction. Trust me. Trust in me. I got your back. Lean on me. Be con- and, and I like what uh, Amplified Version says there. Be confident. <laughs> don't just lean on. Don't just trust. But be confident. When we, I've heard this analogy so many times. We we sit down in the chair and we can we can plop down in it. We can sit on it in any kind of way, and we're not worried when we sit down in the chair. Why? Because we have confidence. Um, let, it's like with that trust, we have trust that the chair is not going to fall. And because we have trust in the chair, uh, we are confident and we can not even we can sit in the chair and not even think about, oh, you know, this this chair falling because of how great our trust is. But when you have a distrust of something, you're 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 uneasy sitting down in it. And you're thinking about it constantly. Oh, what will happen? Especially if it's uneasy or unstable or rickety and things of that nature. Uh, you, you're nervous. You don't, you're not trying to, to sit long. You're trying to position yourself in a way to where, okay, well, if this does break, then I, I have a way to brace myself so, uh, so that I won't fall and, and get caught off guard. That's a distrust. But when you're truly trusting, you don't worry about what could happen or 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 what could go wrong because you are confident that you are in God's hand that he has you he has you in a safe place that you that that truly he is your rock you know your fortress your shield your hiding place he truly is that and when you truly trust in him for that it that it becomes alive and it gives you a boldness it gives you a confidence uh, to be able to walk and, and and declare things that that's that's why there's so much power in that song blessed assurance um because assurance comes from a a peace of mind and in knowing without a shadow of a doubt that I am saved by grace, <laughs> that Jesus is mine, um, that that my sins are forgiven, and that Christ is Christ's sacrifice, his death, burial, and resurrection has changed my story. It has changed, it has given me a song, it has given me a new story, it has given me a new song, uh, it has given me a new reality. And that means that I'm going to be with the Father. Uh, I'm not. I'm His child. I'm no longer a slave of the enemy of, of the, or the the bondage of sin. I'm no longer bound to sin, but I am bound to the Lord. And that ble- that blessed assurance that that knowing that I'm covered, that I'm protected, that I'm saved, gives me a confidence that I can rest in without any fear of it being taken away without any fear of 
of the you know the the rug being pulled out from under you without a fear of of falling out of his hand out of the Lord's hand I am assured and therefore when I have assurance I have confidence and I and because I have confidence now I can be bold and, and go out and and do great exploits in the name of the Lord because I'm confident and so the Lord doesn't want you to just lean on him he don't want you to trust him he wants you to be confident in him because a confident believer is one that he can use to do awesome mighty things because it it creates a holy boldness um I like what the I like what the the message Bible adds to it to he says, trust God from the bottom of your heart with everything that you have, with all of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again until it gets into your, into your mind. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. That's where we get into so much trouble. We lean to our own understanding. We try so hard to to seek out understanding. Um, we want we want to know everything. That that's another reason why Adam and Eve failed. That's why Satan got him. Oh, you you'll know everything. You you'll be like him. But you, there are limits to understanding. Is God's intention isn't for us to understand everything because He knows that there are limits to what we can understand, what we can store. Um, but yet we we really break our backs to try and understand everything. Uh, we'll never understand everything about uh, this life. We'll never understand everything about God. Uh, we'll never understand everything about everything because it's not possible to for us to be able to do that, but yet we we drive our we drive our ourselves crazy trying to figure everything out. That's why you can't sleep at night. That's why you have headaches. That's why you have anxiety because you're trying to figure everything out. And God says this is not about you trying to figure everything out. Some things you will never uh, figure out. Some things you will never. Uh, understand <laughs> about me or about anything you know the lord the lord said in this word uh you know the the uh my ways are 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 past finding out and uh, so you you will never know all of the lord's ways but you what he does show you he wants you to to take to be mindful of and be and be heedful of um it's, it's not about trying to get everything but what he does give you what he does show you uh utilize it to the nth degree um do your best uh to really showcase and, and really show that um you can you can really delve in and get all of what God is trying to teach you out of it when he does give you knowledge really you know try to get all the way down to the root of it but even then there's only so much that you can do but you are responsible over what what he gives you to what you do understand about him that's what he wants you to teach others that's what he wants you to embody that's what he wants you uh to live but again it's not about Leaning to our own understanding. Don't don't trust yourself <laughs> so much that that you feel that you know it all um, because you don't know everything and and you can't understand everything. 
Uh, so you, we, we, we must rely and lean on God's uh, knowledge, not our own. And so that that's what's so important for us to really take uh, from that particular scripture. Because, I mean, it's like the Lord really wants us to to rely on him for everything. He wants us to depend on him uh, for everything. And that's where true devotion comes in. At. That's where uh, true trust comes in. It's like, Lord, if you don't do it then it's not going to get done. And he'll and that's oftentimes why he'll bring certain things into our life so that we might actually get down and humble ourselves and come and recognize Lord and, and admit to him, Lord, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I, I don't know how to do this. I, I, I don't have the power to to be able to to do this. I don't know enough to be able to do this thing well. That's that's what why God gave um that that's why God gave Solomon uh the the blessing of wisdom that he gave him because he said he was open enough, he was transparent enough, he was honest enough to admit, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. I can't do this. <laughs> I'm just a child. Like he, he knew his, his limitations. Like, like Clint Eastwood, you know, would say a man's got to know his limitations. Solomon knew his limitations. He knew um, that he wasn't necessarily um, equipped with everything that he needed to know in order to properly run the kingdom. And God said, you know what? You could ask for anything, but because you asked for that, not only am I going to give you wisdom like no other man has had or will ever have. Um, I mean, except for Jesus, you know, but Jesus is more than just a man, but, <laughs> but uh, just under like natural, natural, uh, you know, man, uh, Solomon was the wisest of, you know, of, of all. And, he gave him riches uh, beyond what some what you know some have had and then what some will ever have. So God really blessed Solomon in a major way, but it was because he chose to lean not unto his own understanding. Um and I like what uh 1 Corinthians uh chapter 3, I mean chapter 13 Verses eight says, uh, it says charity never fail, never faileth, but whether there'll be prophecies, they shall fail. Whether there be tongues, they shall cease. Whether there be knowledge, uh, it shall vanish away. For we know in part and we prophesy in part. Um, but when that is perfect is come, then that which is in part shall be done away with. So when we look at these, and then, and then we go down to, um, I guess verse, verse twelve of First Corinthians. Um, I, I skipped over the understood. Well, actually, let me go ahead and read it. I might as well. Uh, <laughs> when I was thirteen, eleven. When I was a child, I spake as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see through a glass darkly. But then face to face, now I know in part, but then shall I know even as also I am known. And now abideth faith, hope, 
charity. These three, but the greatest of these is charity. And so why did I read all that? Because God is trying to teach us that there there's limits to our understanding. And because there are limits to our understanding, because we, we know in part, uh, and we prophesy in part, and, and knowledge shall cease, Not the, the knowledge that we have about this world and everything uh, as it relates to that, it is it has a temporary uh time frame to it because once we get once we come face to face with him all the books that we've read on this planet it's not going to matter um, all the all the the schooling that we've done um and, and the knowledge that we've gained through education is it is not going is going to vanish away um all the things that we you know we try to figure out uh, is not going to even be uh, it's not going to matter because to be in his presence to to be uh where he is that that's that's just going to to take over everything else that's what matters uh to be with him and so it and it's it's a reason why 1313 says what it says when it says now abide in these three God, there's a reason why understanding isn't a part of those three because that's not what you, what what you can, what God wants you to to abide in, to rest in is understanding, especially if understanding will feed will cease. But He says, faith, hope, and love, char- like faith, hope, and charity, which is love. These are the things that you abide in, and what's the greatest greatest of those is charity or is love. Uh, that that's the one that you. That that's the greatest of the three, but those are the three that you want to to rest in and 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 sit in because you can count on those because those faith, hope, and and charity or or love those things go beyond understanding. You can have faith beyond human understanding. You can have hope beyond human hope. Uh, you can have. Uh, what well, you can have hope beyond human understanding. You can have charity. You can have love beyond human understanding. Um, and so that that's why God says abide in these three because they will supersede what you understand. And so now I know uh, we we could go even further, but uh, is that like because we did we did so much in it, and there's so much more that we can do. What I'm gonna do uh, is the next episode. We're still we're gonna stick with uh, Proverbs chapter three one through twelve, and we're gonna dig some more into uh, verse verse five. But we're also gonna move forward into uh, verses uh, six through twelve. But this was a good stopping point, uh, and it takes some personal time. Really look at Proverbs chapter three verse five. And attach it to your life. Uh, think about it. Meditate on it. Um, think about what it means to to trust in the Lord um, and not lean, you know, to your own understanding and not 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 try to figure everything out on your own, but to truly trust God for everything that you do. Um, in, in every step that you take, you trust him, knowing that he's got you in his hand, that he's got you under control. So uh, that, I guess, if I was to give out homework, that would be your homework. 
meditate on chapter three, five. Think about it. Break it down. Do some study on it. Uh, look at some Bible commentaries. Look at break down the words. Look in look in the dictionary for those words. Look in Hebrew uh, for those words. Really try to get a understanding of uh, this passage because if you if you truly um, apply it to your life you will be surprised of, about the impact that it will have, uh, that the word will have. And it, it, you'll, you'll see things get um, much better uh, because you'll know what to, you'll know who to trust in and who not to trust in. You'll know that, okay, I need to, if I'm going to uh, walk the right way, if I'm really going to live for him, I got to trust him. Um, unconditionally, regardless of what's going on, I got to trust him. And because I'm trusting him, that means I can't trust myself. Um, I, I I can't be uh, a. I, I can't look at myself as oh yeah I, I know what I'm doing. No, you don't know <laughs> what what you're doing. You know you trust in the Lord, and He will give you the wisdom to operate and and, and uh, do great things. So that's the the podcast for today. Um, I hope you were blessed. Thank you for listening. And I want to wish everybody a happy and safe Thanksgiving. Um, I really do hope that, you know, everyone gets to enjoy their families. Uh, even in this this time of, of quarantine and lockdowns and, and uncertainty, en- enjoy it. There's always, I, I like November because it helps us get into a mode um, of Thanksgiving, like the to me, when we when we cross over into November, my my thoughts automatically go to Thanksgiving uh, as as a holiday. But it's it's also important that this this should be a month of focusing on giving thanks to the Lord uh, for all the things that He has done. Um, because when you start counting down, like when you start running, uh, you know, r- rattling off a list of everything that He's done, um, and and all that that he he makes to happen, uh, I mean it'll it'll just blow your mind, and you just it'll cause your your anxieties and your worries to go away when you are thankful and, and grateful for just everything that he that he does and has already done. So take that time, allow that to be your focus uh, this week if it hasn't already been, uh, and again. Have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. I love you guys. God bless you. Listen, like, subscribe, support. Uh, tell tell uh, someone about the podcast and um, and continue to, to read with us. And, and if you have comments uh, or, or questions, uh, then definitely feel free uh, to email uh, me because, again, I want you to be uh, your your best self. I want you to really uh, and get the best out of the word so that you can apply it to your life and that it can pay off uh, dividends uh, for you. It's, it's the word is is here for us to 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 really gain from it. God gave us the instruction manual on how to live, and that's how we are to uh, succeed in this life is by reading His word. So God bless you. God keep you until we meet again. Take care. 
The Message Bible was written by Eugene Peterson and published by the Nav Press Publishing Group. The Amplified Bible Classic Edition is a project of the Lockman Foundation.